I don't want to live someplace where I have yep. to work two jobs. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. And speaking of passing, you know what? Uh, you know what you do in the car and there's somebody uh, somebody that's like in front of you. It's like they're driving too slow. You have to transform. <laughs> you, have to, you have to transform lanes. That's <laughs> our first review of Transformers Rise of the Beast. Beautiful. So Transformers Rise of the Beast is the sequel reboots follow up to uh 2019's bumblebee this is the same uh cast of characters the same character designs this is uh however none of the original cast is returning outside of you know the usual uh outside of our transformers with peter cullen as optimus prime and bumblebee as the radio <laughs> nice. But this is directed by Stephen Cable Jr., whose last film was Creed II, starring Anthony Ramos from In the Heights and Dominique Fishback, who we just saw recently in Swarm. Now, this is the Transformers, the Autobots uniting again, uniting with the Maximals, who you all may know if you were a 90s kid and watched Beast Wars, against the Terracons, who are doing a plot and trying to find a thing to bring Unicron to Earth and destroy everything because evil. As you do. Yeah, of as course. you do. Of course. These were these are movies based on a, an 80s to 90s toy commercial. They were simple. They were simple plots for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again, this is uh what is this? The 6th Transformers Seven. movie. The yeah, seventh, seven. yeah, oh, yeah, the seventh one, wild. including six of them being live action, most of them being directed by Michael Bay. The first one, not Bumblebee, which I think we're all kind of unanimous in how great that movie is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was better I, than it had any right to be. Absolutely, and I think a huge part of that was that they, instead of the big explosions, car commercial, show that ass, and you know. Yay, America. <laughs> they went into a solid character story, and I love the dynamic so much in that movie with uh, Haley Steinfeld and uh, and Bumblebee. It was, you know, the Iron Giant, but, you know, a commercial. Yeah. And here, I think they managed to capture a lot of those same elements, especially in the first act with uh, Anthony Ramos and Mirage, who I was kind of shocked to hear was voiced by Pete Davidson. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, Hunter, your favorite person on Earth. I, goddammit, you know how much I hate Pete. <laughs> yeah, so, so for the record, like, like, like Nick, Nick gives me shit for this. I can't stand Pete Davidson. I think he is just garbage. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like, oh, God, asshole. <laughs> Hmm. So I guess I I mean I'll I'll jump in here. Um so I went into this with so yeah, Bumblebee far and away is the best live action Transformers. It's not even a fucking contest. I've seen all of them. And I actually went back and watched the first Transformers this week. Cause I was always like eh on it. I was like, whatever. And I I feel the exact same way I did when I saw it in theaters. I was like, 
people like this, and I don't like. I'm just starting to realize, like, as I come up on ten years of doing reviews, there are just certain movies that people that like, and I just go, I, I think you're dumb, and I don't get why you like this. And the first Transformers, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Like, it's it's the least of Shia doing his, you know, Martha Optimus. You know, it's it's like it's the least amount of him doing that shit. It's the least sexist one. It's the least racist one. But then, you know, you get multipliers on all those things that I don't like that are in the first one. But the first one, at least, is, like, it's passable. Like, at least, I think you can at least find some entertainment out of it. Everyone after that is just varying degrees of, I, I want to take Michael Bay and just, like, waterboard him like they do in Tag. Like, it just it bothers me so much that those, that, that those movies are a thing. And... Um, the last night was the one that broke me. That's the one where they go, "Hey, Harriet Tubman teamed up with Autobots to free the slaves." It's like Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, why? Why am I okay? I think everybody kind of agrees that the last night broke them. It's just—it's unbelievable. And once they added Mark Wahlberg into them, they somehow got worse because yeah. they weren't great with Shia. But man, Mark Wahlberg playing. Uh, a scientist, first off, laughable itself. But to go, <clears throat> but to go that he's from Texas and not Boston, it's just such an unnecessary. Like, yeah. say he's from Boston. Like, I mean, like, come on. I mean, you want to talk about unnecessary in his Transformers movie? You, you sure you don't want to talk about the scene where they spend like five minutes telling us the exact law where it's okay for a grown man to fuck a teenager and he has it laminated in his wallet. And they got yeah. it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like it actually, was... if we even want to get into that for no, it only covers him specifically under like sexual assault. However, he's three years older. He's still uh sexual uh production or using with a minor. So he's still yeah. at fault for that because it's le- <laughs> it's not less than two. So even when they went hyper hyper specific for that dumbass <laughs> joke. It's still he's still committed a form of it's like underage is like underage uh it's just shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just uh, it's, I don't I know why. It. And he had it laminated. That's the best part. Yeah, the lamination part dusk is right adds like an extra layer like lamination of creepy to it where like you can just imagine a parent going like motherfucker you're going to jail ah ha ha it's like actually I'm not like it's, ah, ha, ha, it's, but you actually still are because that's only covered for half <laughs> but anyway just, to, yeah. but moving on to to rise of the beasts uh what were some things that you liked about that uh cuz you were talking about how Mm-hmm. you kind of had lowered expectations from this. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, and me, I was kind of there too on top on top of, you know, just blockbuster fatigue in general, mm-hmm. on top of, you know, me not have so much time going in between uh, Transformers movies, me not being a big fan of them in general. I mean, I liked the first one okay when I was a teenager, but having rewatched it recently, it was like, yeah, this doesn't do it for me anymore. You can't just show me explosions and Megan Fox bent over a car and that's going to get me into your interest in your movie anymore. 
and and loving Bumblebee so much and saw what a great character piece that was. And then with this, you're not bringing back any of the cast from that. You're not tying it into it much. You are moving on to other characters. You're bringing in an interesting director with Stephen Capel and a lead actor with Anthony Ramos, who I was a huge fan of, of off of uh, In the Heights and uh, in the, his performance in Hamilton. <clears throat> and I was very pleasantly surprised how much I ended up liking this. I think the uh, the character designs kind of strike that perfect balance between that over-designed sleekness of Michael Bay to, with the simplistic uh, 80s toy charm of the of Bumblebee. And they managed to get me what I wanted uh, after I walked out of Bumblebee, which was give me that entire, uh, those sensibilities of their action in that first opening scene on Cybertron, which they gave me in spades in this movie. And I mm, loved it. Dusk, what, uh, what you got? Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm kind of where you guys are. I have pretty low expectations of this, of the movies <laughs> after the last night. I'm going to be for real for y'all. I fell asleep during the second movie. <laughs> uh, that And I, I, I was at home. I didn't see it at the theater. Oh, Wait, damn. And I, I never in fall the, asleep in front of in a the movie. writer's strike one. It was the one where, like, yeah. I remember falling asleep and then waking back up and we're like, oh, we're, we're in Egypt now and there's like, <laughs> there's like testicles on a robot now. <laughs> and you're like, uh, am I still asleep? What? I, I love that that was the first thing you saw when you like woke up from a nap in the movie. <laughs> it, it really did. <laughs> I felt great afterwards. But uh, yeah, it's just a cacophony of noise. And, well, I, and well, uh, go ahead. But That's not even the craziest thing in that movie. I know. God, you're not wrong. <laughs> I know, man. Anyway, so then you have that. And then somehow you get worse with the next one. It makes less sense than it already yeah. did. Yeah. And then they started yeah. over with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, <laughs> I mean, uh, which they make a nice joke about in this movie, too. I mean, I mean, the third one, it like uh, has Optimus Prime fuck off into hiding for like an hour in order yeah. for the to massacre millions of people in Chicago. Yeah. He's like, see, I did this and let you die to prove a point. I didn't know this was directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah, he becomes Optimus Aslan the Lion for, yeah. for, for like half the movie. My favorite part of that movie was where uh, Sentinel Prime, voiced by Leonard Nimoy, begged for mercy and he just executed him right there. Like, just oh, like, I that's, that that, he's like, Optimus, no! Die. Or or when he says the the needs of the mini, that, that, yeah, yeah. I stood up in the theater. I was like, fuck off. I'm like, really? Like, Carnal Rule, never reference the better movie in your movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. It almost yeah. always never works out for anyone. Very rarely has it ever worked. Mm -hmm. uh, but with all that, don't even get me started what they did to my boy Hot Rod in the fifth movie, where he just has a French accent for some reason. Oh, he, doesn't yeah. do, he doesn't even do anything. And Unicron's in this movie, and Hot Rod isn't, isn't even in it. And I'm like, that's not even a setup <laughs> for a character. And I'm like, damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, with all that being said, uh, I ended up taking a look at this movie less as like a Transformers movie, because the first 15 minutes, mm -hmm. I was kind of watching a throwback 90s movie of like a kid trying to come up and just trying to take care of his family. 
and a girl just trying to do her job and do her profession in the way. And I'm like, oh, these guys are kind of, I'm kind of digging this. They're kind of relatable. I like the the acting with the guys here. And it, it kind of works until we really get to the Autobots. And then it never quite finds that synergy it truly needed. Like, it's almost there. Mm-hmm. And then Mirage talks. And then you're like, I don't know. And then Peter Cullen com- comes in to save the day. And you're like, okay, all right. Peter Collins here. We'll, we'll, I'll work with what I got. And then, and then I hear uh, uh, Max uh, Optimal uh, Optimal Prime. God damn, why am I- Optimus Primal? Optimus Primal. Thank you. I who I'm, I who I didn't even realize was voiced by Ron Perlman. I yeah. I know it just doesn't have any of his a uh, like tone or voice. I didn't even recognize him. And then also, I'm happy the Ron Perlman's gonna work. I love the dude. But at the same time, I also kind of wish Gary Chalk was available to do the voice. I get that. Yeah, I, 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 I can't help it. I love the dude. He, he, to me, he is Optimus Primal. But I totally understand movies and all that. Okay, what? At the end of the day, this movie is. If we take a step back, it, it's very much feels like a pretty standard formula of an action movie. We have a set piece. We have the MacGuffin. And then we have what we got to do. And then in between these little moments, we have bits of character motivation and character growth here and there. Just enough sprinkled in to give them some motivation or decision to make or do. And then we have a big conclusion with a lot of action. And then it concludes itself. Pretty standard fare for, for a Transformers movie, all things mm-hmm. considered. I just, even though it did it fairly well, I just... I just didn't feel a lot of the heart in it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel like for all the faults of like the early Transformers, like the animated way back for all them, they're selling toys. I'll give it, I'll give a credit to that. And that uh, movie you get a ball, a lot of balls to kill off the characters. It did. And at least it was kind of doing something. It was doing so, but even then Transformers has always been like those weird franchises. Right. I want to love this franchise. Mm-hmm. but it, it won't let me <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know what do you guys think I, i'm kind of i'm kind of where you're at dusk where i was really liking a lot of this the first act was did a really good job at gripping me in with uh with anthony ramos's performance as noah and with the uh, dominic fish fishback in their character arcs and it didn't help it doesn't hurt that they're probably two of the best actors to be the human characters in the Transformers movie and that they are able to pull a lot with, you know, characters that in any other, in any other hands probably would have just been written off as being very thinly written, but they do a lot to endear you to them. Mm -hmm. Where for me, where the movie kind of loses me a lot is towards the second and third act where, we get more interaction with them and more focus on the Autobots and uh, even the kind of like barely include barely there included at the Maximals because besides Optimus Primal and uh, Air Razor, who's voiced by Michelle Yeoh, we don't really get a lot with them. I I don't even think one of them talks at all. Uh, Rhinox never says one. (laughs) Yeah. He, or he, if he does, he grumbles or says something, which is a shame because Ronox is one of my favorite characters on the original show. Ronox is cool, yeah. Voiced by uh, Richard Newman in the old show. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
I actually feel bad for Air Razor as well. She kind of gets she gets done dirty no matter where she goes. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to jump in here. Okay. I um so I went into this like I, yeah. I think as we all did, you know, low expectations. Uh, yada yada yada. Um, one thing that always bugged me about the Bay films that I feel like I'm in the minority on, but I would I would I I stand on this hill. I thought the transformations always just look clunky. It kind of mm-hmm. looked like mm-hmm. like a like a like a micro like a Windows ninety five screensaver. Like like it just it just looked clunky and weird, <laughs> and it just felt like Flash for the sake of mm-hmm. of doing it. And Bumblebee really did a great job of slowing down the transformations just enough so you can actually tell what the fuck is happening. It's like, oh, okay. And same thing here. I thought the transformations in here, there is a there is a shot of Optimus Prime in the rain. That is one of my favorite shots in the whole, in all the movies they've done. I was like, holy shit, that's a great shot. And look, I've talked about my hatred of Pete Davidson. I think <laughs> Pete Davidson sucks. I think he's mm-hmm. garbage. And I loved him in this. It it hurt me so badly <laughs> to, to, to admit that I like Pete Davidson in something. Because he's not being there, Pete Davidson. Yeah, and honestly, that's probably why. Because he's not like there's there's one vomit joke in here from a plane that I just kind of went, ah, oh, God, okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one stranger danger joke that Mirage <laughs> makes. But outside of that, there's nothing that actually. Because I could go through the list on the base mm. shit. Like, just, just off of Revenge oh, yeah. of the Fallen, the, the <laughs> Stepticon turning into a hot chick, just so you can see the panty shot. I was like, Jesus and, Christ, Michael Bay. You know, like, and never bring that up again. Or, you know, the Step and Fetch and Bots. Yeah, that, I mean, I was going to save that. But, I mean, just those two things alone just made me angry. Even in the and first movie, never... uh, Bumblebee pees on a guy. Oh, that's right. I forgot. About He's on John Turturro. That's right. Yeah, John Turturro in those movies yeah. is just <laughs> he my is god. Along with like, I know you may not like Shia. Shia at least is a natural actor, mm-hmm. so at least he. And yeah. I actually liked Michaela yeah, sh- uh, in the first one. She at least kind of had a character, and it was kind of nice. And after that, they just like downgrade everyone. Oh yeah, they oh, were like character. So <laughs> it's like character. We're here to blow shit up. It, seriously, but. But in this movie, I thought Davidson, uh, Davidson and Ramos, their friendship is actually because that's always been one of the cool things about the movies when they can nail that is the actual concept of a human, you know, having that relationship with their car uh, yeah. slash transformer. And the way that they actually play off of Ramos's uh, character, Noah, um, him getting home uh, from the military and everything, and that really uncomfortable reality that mm-hmm. the Bay films really never touch on the fact that if you volunt- if you do go through the service, sometimes shit when you get home is just not good. And the fact that this movie actually dives pretty heavily into that along mm-hmm. with the healthcare prices, I went, okay, balls. I, I appreciate that, that you're actually addressing these things. And especially in a, in an urban setting, uh, mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack is fucking fantastic. Oh, like it's oh, very, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's it's nineties hip like nineties hip hop just up and down. I'm like, yep, this is opened up opened up with Wu Tang clan because they oh, are for the children. Yes. <laughs> I was just hey, like, Wu Tang is for ev- Wu Tang is for everybody. A lot of good references to uh, music too. I was happy to see a De La Soul CD down yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
in the there's a poetic justice poster yep. that uh, no, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, movie. All right. Um, so they they really did their homework as far as the, as far as the setting. Uh, that's not a beer. Um, but as far, <laughs> but yeah, it's like this definitely isn't right. Right, but but the thing that really drove this over the top for me mm-hmm. I, was Pete Davidson. Like every time they kept going back to him, I went, God damn! Like because I was waiting for the other shoe to drop because. Mm-hmm. You know, these movies have trained you that, you know, for every cool fight that, you know, for every cool fight scene in the jungle, it's like, oh, there's there's the dang, dangling testicles on the pyramid. Oh, look, they're in Egypt. It's the same time that it is in the U.S. Why is that? Like, just these things that just make you go, why are you the way you are? And I kept sitting there going, all right, other shoe, when are you going to drop? When are you going to drop? And it never did for me. Optimus Prime's kind of a dick in this, and I actually appreciate that because they yeah, actually, in, yeah, in go, this go, go. movie, yeah, in this movie more so than any of the any of the Michael Bay movies, Optimus Prime has a character arc in this. Yes, and which it's like, I think is it's just mind blowing and such an incredible thing that uh, you got Peter Cullen back and you got and you gave him more to play with as Optimus Prime than he usually does. Yeah, um, the fact that he doesn't trust humanity, there's a very simple reason given for why he doesn't. I went, okay, that makes sense. They reference Bumblebee in a way that's very subtle but clever. You know, Optimus basically looks at Bumblebee and goes, you know, I know that there was a human that was good to you once. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. It's all I needed. Doesn't need to be more than that. Um, but Optimus is an asshole. And there's, and there's straight up this point where uh, Noah looks at him and goes, look, dude, I'm not going to trust you defending our planet when you weren't able to stop, you know, this fight, this this fight that just happened. I went, okay, an actual reason for the humans to tag along. Holy shit. Like, it, <laughs> it kept surprising me with these, like, subtle things that we just never got in the Bay films. I went, wow, someone actually fucking tried to write a decent, uh, a decent script. Um, which, is kind of, which is kind of amazing considering one of them was written during a writer's strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is which is crazy when you think about it. Um I um not to get too spoilery, but the third act's amazing. I think the third act fucking rips. I was sitting there the whole time going so I saw some three D too, which <laughs> was awesome by I the way. I think that might you, have maybe made that better for you. Yeah, if you see it in three if you get a chance to see the shit in three D. But <laughs> I, I was sitting there the whole time and um so uh, Bumblebee is there and the man I, I bumblebee's the homie i fucking love bumblebee and yeah. bumblebee got multiple points in this movie to actually show out and i was like okay that's really awesome i'm trying to dance around spoilers here um mirage, <laughs> mirage does something later on in the movie that i went wow that actually made me tear up god damn it pete davidson actually <laughs> made me feel something outside of just immense hatred <laughs> for him I mean, I mean, for, for as much shit as you want to talk about pete mm-hmm. davidson i can't deny that the dude is a very talented actor i mean he's been one of the few reasons i've kept watching <laughs> snl and he was so good in uh that movie he did uh, last year called bodies 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 yes he was great in that i, I will get i will give him bodies 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 he is he, he was great in that yeah, um, but- moments yeah, but here, exactly. here he's like, playing a character unlike any he's done before, where he actually has some 
some more personality and a little bit more warmth and tenderness to him, especially towards the third act and in his relationship with Noah. Yeah, um, I, I don't think we mentioned him. I think it's Chris, uh, who's the little brother yeah. um, to, to, to Noah. He's not in the film a lot, but kid actors can always go like always go one or two ways. They're either shockingly great, or I think they're just garbage. Like it's just it's mm-hmm. one like um oh yeah, god for, I can't for, yeah for every uh, one of the kids from the Black Phone you get one of the kids from Black Adam. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 not wrong. I I was just thinking about I I know he's not a kid, but the guy who played Eric in the Little Mermaid. That just Ooh. came out. I was just like, dude, like, like, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but I actually, singer, liked, uh, I actually liked him. <laughs> the singer, he is not. Oh man, he's a singer. He that. is not. Like, he just, yeah, just not good. But the relationship that uh, Noah has with his brother is horribly sweet, and and uh, and that kid, like, when you find out some stuff he's gone through, you're like, okay, this kid's a fighter, but he kind of needs to be, mm-hmm. and it really does a good job of. For, for as little at points as we're spinning with these human characters, they do a very, they do a really good job as far as making you, giving them dimension, which, mm-hmm. honest to God, uh, uh, Sam was, w- Wiccan, whatever the fuck his name was. like Sam like, Wiccan. Yeah, four, four films of him, or three films of him, I just remember thinking, what's your deal, man? Like, I just never mm-hmm. felt like I knew who that guy was because like, he never gave him a chance all i know about you is you're annoying and apparently you have the greatest riz on earth seriously <laughs> yeah people use pulling it's like wow okay really um but there's something that they do with the humans in the third act that actually lets them get involved in shit and that's always been that's why kong skull island rules so much because the humans actually get shit to do in that movie and they're not just sitting there going all right let's let the monsters fight and what they do in the third act i just went yes 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 i kept i was doing this i was like yes keep doing this shit and again um optimus gets optimus gives a speech in here right before the third act that i went that's fucking inspired like it's actually my favorite optimus speech out of all the the live action where I actually had to take a step back and go, wow, Colin is bringing it in this. And there's, there's actually a death in here that caught me off guard. I went, Oh wow. That actually sucks. Okay. Um, there's, um, Oh, I can't remember which, um, which of, uh, which, uh, bad bot it was, but, but, uh, it's fighting, uh, it's fighting Optimus. I, Think it's Scourge. Scourge, thank you. Yeah, Scourge, who is voiced by uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, which I did not recognize his voice at all. I was like, really? I was was like, okay, dude. Um, fuck, he's he's so fucking talented. Love that dude. But, Mm -hmm. um, but he drops this line about uh, because Optimus goes to cut him, uh, goes to cut a bitch, and and he Mm -hmm. and he stops him. And he flat out goes, you know, I, I love the look on uh, the face of uh, like insignificant beings. I was like, holy I love shit! The look of confusion. It was like, yeah, I was like, fuck? I was like, whoa, okay. Like there are just these lines, and there's a there's this point we haven't talked about her yet. But uh, Dominic Fish uh, Fishback, uh, mm-hmm. first off, she has the most thankless job in the world. Like she's intelligent oh, as hell, course. and her and her boss is just she's the assistant. Her boss is the biggest bitch in the world, and it's just like, oh my god, you asshole! But, but there is a straight up Jurassic Park scene with these like smaller robots, mm-hmm. and 
Oh man, and the way they actually worked that oh. scene, I went, that was awesome. Like, like I think the biggest thing I can say about this movie that it's a, it's a surprise. It constantly kept surprising me. I was like, wow, okay. Like there's some good, some good horror bits in here. That worked really well. Um, we get outside of the states, which is really nice. Like we actually get to go somewhere else and explore another area. They actually take the whole Wit Wiccans concept and actually rework it in a way that I went, that actually makes sense. And they simplify the fuck out of it too. And I went, oh wow, this is way simpler and makes way more sense for the story you're trying to tell. Um, there, there's a fight in the forest too that I thought was just so goddamn cool. Um, yeah, I I just kept digging on this. Like my, if there's a complaint that I have, you, you know, could have mm-hmm. spend more time to human characters. But at the end of the day, it's not really about the human characters. Mm-hmm. It's about the fucking Transformers. And I got the Transformers. Like obviously, some more sign Like I like some more of the Beast Wars stuff would have been cool. But the stuff that we did get, I thought worked really well. Um, and the way that they interact with the environment, that's something that I thought was absolutely pristine here. There, there's um, uh, Optimus, uh, is Optimus Primus? Primus? Uh, Primal. Primal. Primal, thank you. There's this point where he's climbing a mountain. And the, the way that's filmed, I went, and there's like this waterfall as he's climbing. I went, oh, wow, you can literally see the drip to water. Like, it, it was such a cool shot. And and there's just there's so much of that throughout the film. I just went, I'm kind of amazed that this works as well as it does. And I don't know if I like this as much as Bumblebee, mm-hmm. but the gap is much closer than I thought it was going to be going mm-hmm. in, which is the biggest compliment I can play. I can pay this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of there too with you. Um, just to get my final final thoughts, I think this is. A movie that is so much more fun than I was anticipating. I think uh, all the action stuff is so well choreographed, and it's so well shot. Which is which coming from the Michael Bay era of these movies, where he was going for that like born aesthetic of like quick cuts, close in, just that attempt of bringing you into the fight. But it felt so chaotic and it was all just CG characters that you don't feel any of the weight or consequence to it. Here, the camera's pulled back enough that you can see everything that's going on. You can see the intricate movements. You can see how each of these uh, different robots are using their design and using their transformations in the fight, which is such a cool thing. And even in the action set pieces, like the initial car chase with Mirage in the trailer, it's so fun to see. Awesome. Oh, so uh, you gave much more to the human characters and they actually got to do something that made sense in the story versus the Bay films where they were just there to be there. Uh, so what would you give if it? I had a, if I had criticisms, I would say it would have been really cool to get more of the, of the, <clears throat> of the Maximals, especially towards the yeah. second and third act where the movie is called Rise of the Beast. So why are we not including the the actual like beasts as much? And I think uh, for what they are given, because uh, Optimus Primal is the one that's given the most uh, the most character depth. I think he does a great job of playing off of Peter Cullen. That character is pretty much instrumental to uh, to Optimus's arc in this. And my other criticism is with the uh, 
is with the very ending and the post credits, which uh, we'll uh, just do a quick spoiler talk after Dusk and Hunter give their uh, final their final thoughts. But for me, I get this a very very high tune in. I had a great time at the theater, and it's also felt a little bit of sadness because this is gonna get absolutely buried. It is, yeah. Which which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. If I had a nickel for every time Paramount released a Transformers movie right after a Spider-Verse one, I'd have two nickels. Right. It isn't a lot, but it's weird it happened twice. This is just this has been a like I we've talked about off mic. This has been one of my favorite first halves Mm -hmm. of of a year of film since I've been doing my show. And that's Mm -hmm. almost a decade. Like it like this year's just been pristine between are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. How to how to blow up a pipeline? Um, John Wick, Creed three. Like it's it's just been banger after banger. And mm-hmm. yeah, but you're right though. This is gonna get lost in the shuffle. I, I I do think internationally because I think a lot of studios are starting to kind of bake that in. And go like, well, if it doesn't do well stateside, we can always you know. Mm-hmm. People love these movies internationally, mm-hmm. so I think it'll do I, I do I, and they're clearly content on continuing doing these with what they set up, especially uh, which we'll talk about. But um, oh, I, I guess I'll just get my grade now. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is okay. This is the highest uh, tune in I can give. It's bordering on this is cinema because I because I cried at multiple points. I was just happy. I was like, because because I would always have people tell me, "Dude, this mm-hmm. these made me feel like I did when I watched the cartoons," mm-hmm. and I never felt like that watching the Bay ones. Mm-hmm. I'd always just kind of oh. be like, "This this is kind of like when I'd see a pup named Scooby Doo. I'd be like, oh, god damn it!" Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> or like or like there'd be a Scrappy Doo episode. It's like, fuck, why are you here? Like I'd always feel like mm-hmm. that watching the Bay films, but these last two Transformers films have been just joys to watch. And at the end of the yeah. day, that's kind of all I want. I don't really need you to flush out a bunch of anthology or anything if you don't want to. Keep it simple. It's cool. But um, also, the human characters, they don't always need to hook up, y'all. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They can just be friends. It's fine. And this movie does that, too. Like, there's, the, the, there's a little like kind of flirting but like friend flirting but it's not like oh yeah we're gonna go you know fuck behind this dumpster um not I mean, speaking from personal experience but <laughs> i mean and i and i did just finish swarm so it's yeah, kind of like hmm. yeah swarm is still very fresh in my mind so i'm like <laughs> you know so it's like dominique I love you, but also it's all <laughs> it's all fun and games until she asks who's your favorite artist <laughs> right, right exactly but yeah this is a very high uh this is very high tune in. Um, go see this. This is this is a perfect movie to go see on a Saturday afternoon or on a like a five dollar movie Tuesday. Like you will get more than your money's worth and you will be happy. Right, mm. dusk. Uh, just a reference, Hunter. We do have a rating between uh, tune in and this is cinema now. We call it peak. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, uh, we decided, uh, Josh and everybody. We we, we decided that. There wasn't like enough gap between like tune in, which is like a full price or like kind of in that realm of go see it yeah. or something. And they're like peak. 
this is like a 90 percent eight or nine this is really like, good this is about like, as good as you're gonna get before it's like 85 to 93 percent okay yeah because we didn't because we felt there wasn't quite enough step because we had like a a worse than delete it which was burn it <laughs> yeah so yeah we had, we, like, had well, we should have like that. a middle in that so we yeah. should, like saving this is cinema for yeah. like top tier cream of the prop that's yeah, saving that, saving that for cinema. more like more like across the spider verse so so you know what then does thank you for telling me that so you mm-hmm. know what? i'm gonna change that then so this is this is a solid peak then like okay. i i actually almost thought about turning back around and seeing it again like i was <laughs> actually that hyped uh i saw it with a theater of like probably 75 percent full and the kids who were seeing it and their parents were flipping out in the best way. They're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like, and it's always cool when you get that, you know, theater experience where people, you know, know what they're seeing. And they're all, you know, there for it. Um, so yeah, this is a solid peak. I, I, yeah, I. This is a day one buy for me. Like, I bought Bumblebee day one Steelbook, and I watched it immediately, and I was like, "Ah, yeah, this still holds up." Uh, also, Haley Steinfeld's up, girl. But, uh, <laughs> but goddamn, yeah, this was. This might be my Shippendale of of the year. This might be my surprise of the of the year. Um, absolutely adore this movie. So yeah, solid peak. Yeah, and speaking of speaking of a great theater experience, before we get to you, Dusk. Uh, so the theater I was in, it was all like a bunch of guys in their like 30s. So they were millennials like me. And when they <laughs> did a needle drop for a Rebirth of Slick, we were all just snapping along. All same. <laughs> That's one of those songs where you hear it and you like kind of stop and start tapping your foot. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Dust, what are your uh, final thoughts? Uh, so, <laughs> taking what you guys have said and also what I, I my experience on it, uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as I think both of you did, but I also didn't hate it or dislike it or anything like that. I didn't. I liked some of the. I liked the earlier parts more. And I liked it till it started getting around the second ha- the, the second part, and I was like, "Oh, but I'm I'm still kind of going with this." And then by the third, I, I was kind of losing it by then. That it, though it did have its moments, <laughs> and I think with all that said, and and some of the gripes and some of the other small things I've mentioned, I'm gonna give it a probably probably a um, probably a high stream it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a like this. If if you really want to see it in theaters, it's a low tune in. But if you can wait to your home, this will be like a nice home experience. You're gonna have a good time. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a good stream. It and you probably won't wait too long for that if you want to do so. <laughs> oh yeah, with Paramount Plus, this will probably oh, yeah. be. Um, yeah. the, the, you you might get this by four like a <laughs> Yeah. So I think that would be perfect to chill back and kind of uh, in conjunction because this really is more of a sequel to Bumblebee than anything else. They basically yeah. Bay Transformers are own their own thing. They ended on five, and we're doing something here. And why don't I don't like all the things they've done here? I mean, I'm gonna be for real. Like, no, uh, it's better than not. You know. What are you laughing at? No, it's just it's just funny because like hearing you talk about the Bay films earlier, like this feels like I know you didn't like this as much as us, but you used to almost feel relieved, like, oh thank God this didn't just piss me off. And I get that <laughs> <true>. like, <laughs> Because you're used to being hurt, so I get it. You're just like, oh man, this is something I can recommend to people, like watch it, sure, but you're also not gonna be, you know, kicking things like, <laughs> right. like watching 
Yeah. I yeah. That. No, it, it's just that's why I'm giving it a, a stream it or a low tune if you want to see it in the theaters. It, a it is a Saturday yeah. or Friday night movie where you just kick back with some a decent a beer or a soda. And if you have somebody to watch it with, you can just kind of chill back or friends. You can be like, oh, yeah, that's good. But you don't have to turn your brain completely off. And that's like yeah. the difference mm -hmm. in Transformers. I just saw stuff blow up and uh, and the sound bar became a cacophony of noise. And then every <laughs> once in a while I would hear Shia LaBeouf and there would be a pause and then he would go Optimus <laughs> or no, 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 yeah, and so, I like so, Shia LaBeouf, even if he is, you know, who he is. Possibly like a monster. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Like, yeah. But I do think he's a talented actor. It's he just oh, yeah. when you're not, you don't give somebody anything. They're just going to do what you tell them to do. <laughs> yeah, not not every actor is able to improv and pull more than what the script <laughs> gives them. Like, And I think that's something that people just... I mean, kind to of be forbid. fair, Michael Bay would shut Michael Bay shuts that shit down real quick. Oh yeah, that 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 that, that is also that is that's also true. Um, I will say, um, and this is a compliment to this film and Bumblebee. Mm -hmm. I remember I, I just actually letterboxed it earlier. Um, I feel like I'm still watching Age of Extinction because that movie just went on for <laughs> fucking ever, like. The, the, the best oh. reference I can make for, for you Adult Swim fans, if you remember uh, on Space Ghost or on Cartoon Planet, it would have been where Brack starts singing the song that never ends and Zorak actually <laughs> finally snaps and yells, shut up. And it's just like, that's how, that's how Age of Extinction felt. Because I remember watching that the first time. I was like, this is still going on. It's almost three hours. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, cut editor someone yeah, at, least, <laughs> at least by the end of this movie it wasn't the the last 10 minutes at least mm. it was the last 20 or 30 minutes you got the maximals mm -hmm. yeah. it wasn't yeah. but the dinosaurs that i was promised in the age of <laughs> yeah. extinction and don't show get, up until, have like, nothing to do with the left. rest of the movie and they just <laughs> yeah. show up at the end show up at the end and then whatever. just Run free! But we, yeah, but uh, we can't get we can't make China mad, so we're only going to destroy specific sets yeah. and not actually Shanghai because they specifically True. said no, we don't want to show weakness. So they were actually written where they couldn't actually do any damage in in their country, except for Hong Damn. Kong, because China doesn't give a shit about Hong Kong. <laughs> That's. Wow, that's fucked. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, when um, you really think of it like that, oh, and how much they were, they were sucking up to uh, to China back yeah, then. Yeah, that. Ooh, yeah. Damn. I. Wow, Ooh. that's well done. I, I'm sitting here thinking about. It, I'm like, fuck. That's a really good. <laughs> also, no product placement in this. No orange. Like, there's no Oreo bot. It was a yeah. There's there's, there's, there's no here. there's no dude. But that's not like bots. the. But that's not like the the Bud Light. Bot where it like gives Mark Wahlberg like two Bud Lights in this mini fridge. Like, it, there's nothing like that. And, and again, these are all things that we've been trained to expect because Bay has hurt us. And and those things aren't there. And it's just it's a nice relief. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think I I I actually like Dust for me, even though I liked it more. It's like. If you watch this at home and you caught this on Paramount Plus and you've got the nice theater set up, got a good sound bar, got a good TV, you will be pleasantly surprised watching this. You're like, oh, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, this season 3D if you get a chance. Like so, like like five hour oh. movie Tuesday, 3D, see this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was our review for Transformers Rise of the Beasts.